Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, yeah, I guess um, given what we have, you know, on our side, you know, how we've been pleased to cooperate mm-hmm. in terms of shared vision. I guess I wanted to touch base. I wanted to talk, chat, get my thoughts to you. Oh, I thought you were the sound system. Now you want to choose the track. <laughs> You're telling me that I can choose the track on an episode of Succession and Yellow Jackets where music of the night is literally playing. You know which track I'm going to pick to open up versus this week. That's right. It's the penultimate episode of Succession versus Yellow Jackets as scored by the Phantom of the Opera. I'm Josh Wigman. I'm joined here by Latanya Starks. Latanya, how about that music of the night? Oh my gosh. It was swelling. It was soaring. I it's, now, felt... it's like soft. It's soft. It's, we're put, we're getting it out of here. It's fading out. Fading. Oh, out. it's fading we're, out. Okay. Fading, fading, fading. I still feel it swelling in my soul. <laughs> in the air tonight here. Yeah. As For those we are of you all who don't know, it. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt Josh, but I have to tell everybody. Yeah, what's up? Josh and I are matching today. Uh, yes, <laughs> we are matching today. We'll take a picture. We'll post it on the internet. 
we're both wearing like these incredible like winter mint t-shirts mm-hmm. yeah it's a great color on both of us i think it is yeah i wish that it said uh verses on it we should have branded this listen we still have time we still have time you know what doesn't have a lot of time left succession yeah and yellow jackets and yellow jackets. Too, yeah. as both of these shows are in their penultimate weeks here. Technically, Yellow Jackets is in its final week, uh, as the finale will be airing on Friday. But this is the week in which we talk about episode eight of season two of Yellow Jackets called It Chooses. Uh, no Pennywise sighting in this episode, which was disappointing given the title. Uh, and then, of course, the penultimate episode of Succession ever. Full stop. Second to last one. And then we're gone. Church and state uh and in many ways uh latanya perfect episodes to talk about together as we have a death and a funeral to discuss yeah. across these two shows wtf yellow jackets like, <laughs> yellow jackets, I, you didn't have to do us like that like that was not necessary hardcore hardcore yeah. i was not expecting it and i don't that poor baby he was just a wee child he was a wee lad uh and we'll talk about him first we'll talk about succession first we will tell everybody what the deal is on the off chance that this is your first time here in the Versus Arena with Latanya and myself. We're pitting Succession and Yellow Jackets against each other all season long in a series of arbitrary categories in which one show emerges each week victorious. Uh, well, who shall emerge from the funeral? The victor, uh, the winner of the funeral. <laughs> uh, we will find out today who is the winner of the week. And then we are tracking this all season long to see which season of TV reigned supreme i feel like that's a an iron chefism uh so mm -hmm. uh we will not nope that's chopped right anyway it's one no, of those food iron shows okay. it is iron chef okay great great it's not top chef you would correct me as the authority on the top I would. Chef. I yes would. yes uh so it's succession versus yellow jack it's the penultimate episodes we have a bunch of categories that will stack them against each other in the second part of the podcast first we will talk about the two episodes make sure you're subscribed postshowrecaps.com slash versus is the way to do that that's our rss link when you search by url on your podcast player of choice follow along and see where we go once succession versus yellow jackets ends that's where you'll find us is the post show recaps versus feed latanya we should begin with succession and mm -hmm. i would like to begin by correcting an egregious mistake you know, he had a vitality a force that could hurt and it did. But my God, the sheer, the, the, I mean, look at it, the lives and the livings and the things that he made. And the money. The world is a vampire. That mistake is not starting us off with bullet with butterfly wings. Clearly, that was the way that this podcast should have began. How uh -huh. to resist uh, playing Smashing Pumpkins under Kendall's eulogy. Uh, my gosh, let's talk about Succession LT. What I mean, what to say? What to uh, say? What to say? Indeed, what to say that hasn't been said so eloquently by Ewan and right. Kendall uh -huh. and Shiv, Shiv and not Roman. Definitely not Roman. If it is to be said, so shall it be. Yes. Uh, in the words of Greg. Uh, so Roman had a total and complete breakdown, which yeah. 
everyone could see coming from a mile away. Um, it has truly been a wild month for side chicks uh, because <laughs> has it? they were front. Yeah. Uh-huh. Camilla's queen. And now all the wags <laughs> are front row at Logan's funeral. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, truly been a month for sidekicks, side yeah. chicks and yeah. sidekicks, I guess. Um, yeah. We should be talking and- about that movie more than we do. <laughs> Prayers of Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, That's a good movie. Yeah, it's just telling you. It's a really good movie. It's a great movie. (laughs) I I love that movie. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, And also, uh, you know, I love, I love Uncle Ewan, I will say, because when I'm at a funeral for someone who was just like a terrible person, and this has happened to me before, like my, my grandmother would be the only person who would get up and like say something that that resembled that human being yeah but just in a in a kind way that kind of also acknowledges that they're gone now and they can't defend themselves right but like they're not a saint we're not going to get up here and like treat this person like like logan was a saint he wasn't he was a horrible terrible person who was you know responsible for so many terrible things that happened and yet you know he has a family and he has people who love and will miss him so i think that the episode did a really good job of balancing kind of all sides of logan and we saw that in the different perspectives that we got in this in the eulogies yeah i guess one of my questions that i was coming into this podcast with for you was like was logan's funeral more together or less together than you expected you know like i feel like there was a world where this could have gone really really sideways and gotten really unhinged and obviously roman does have his collapse and ewan sets the tone but then you get these two kendall and shiv speeches that like if you were in that funeral crowd for this complicated man like what's the vibe that you carry out with you know what i mean i'd be curious to get your take on that I expected it to be a total shit show. Like I expected more of what happened with Roman to be happening. Less sloppy than I expected as well. Way less sloppy than I expected. Like I expected more from Ewan. Uh like or I expected people more like from you. In- <laughs> I expected more from you. Uh and I I think that the vibe that people are leaving with is just like all the fascists are really happy and pumped up by Kendall Logan Roy's speech. They're yeah. congratulating him on the way out of the church in a way that they're not doing with the other kids. So, you know, this really was an opportunity to win the funeral and Kendall won it. You think think. so? You would say Kendall is the funeral. I think Kendall won the funeral. I think Shiv is a close Shiv. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that Shiv lent a necessary part to the story about how terrible he was with women as is evidenced by the fact that he's got four women in the front row um, of his own funeral that all loved him in like varying in different ways. And his daughter that he couldn't even, that he always held at arm's length and never really took seriously because she was a girl that she happened to be born unlucky in that way in his eyes. So I think that the dimension that she brought to the four was really important, but there was something so even in the cinematography of how the speeches are given shivs shiv is shot more on like straight on like uh and the the camera's looking up at kendall though to like embiggen him in a way 
Um, I, I would have to say, like, I don't agree with anything that Kendall did throughout this entire episode. He was terrible to Rava. His kids are terrified of him and of the world. Who is going to win the Kendall versus Rava? Rava. Yeah. Long term. I, I know that he has all of the money. Yeah. But what kind of, I mean, I don't even know what to say about like what kind of father he is. He's just never there. If they're looking at just the money and the lawyers he'll be able to get, then obviously Kendall will win. But if they're looking at who has physical custody of the kids 99.9% of the time, then Rava would win. Yeah. Like all of their routines, all of their schooling, like everything is up, like put in upheaval and changed if Kendall gets custody of them, which is normally the family court rules and whatever the best interest of the children is. And it, it really does. It, it, it's worth begging the question because Kendall has the means and probably knows judges or knows people who do know judges yeah, and can get that swayed. He can even get the venue changed to something that's, you know, better for him. So yeah, I'm kind of scared for the future of those kids. Um, I hate the way that he talked to Jess. Like, I I think that she is completely well within her rights and it is a great time for her to leave. Like you're electing fascists now. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Like I'm out. It turns out there is a line. You crossed it, sir. You crossed it. You got Mankin elected. I'm out. Yeah. And she tried her best to not tell him what the meeting was about and just save it. But his own curiosity got the best of him. He called her dumb and then he blamed her for ruining the day. Yeah. Which come on. Like he just he was he's he's becoming Logan. Yeah. Is he becoming Logan at the um clearly at the cost of all of his meaningful relationships? But is he becoming Logan and that includes inheriting his crown or do you think that this is going to be self-destruction? without a victory in the end for Kendall. I think that this is the big tension going into the finale for me is like, what are you burning all these bridges down for? Are you going to be standing anywhere at the end of it? Or are you just going to bottom out too? Yeah. I, I, you can see him building up his Logan protections, you know, like he's even getting the man who was like Logan's right hand to come and, Colin, Colin to come and Colin for him. Yeah, um, he, uh, Jeremy Strong on the on the official Succession HBO podcast, he mm-hmm. uh, talked about it as like he's putting on his armor. Uh, that Colin, the bodyguard, is like the suit of armor going to war. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's going to be a war. I don't really know what the outcome is, or if there's some type of mutually assured destruction that's going to happen to wipe out all the three siblings. Because I don't think after the display of emotion that's totally fitting at a funeral for a child to have uh, about their father, but is viewed in a completely different light by others that Roman now has any chance at all. Yeah. Like everyone's lost respect for him. This is a good question. Uh, as we know that we, no one's been nominated yet, but the, uh, the odds of Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong not getting nominated are so small that I think right. it's already worth interrogating, especially after this episode. Right. Who wins that versus matchup, LT? Huge episode for both actors. I think that 
they they would submit Jeremy Strong and lead, and they would submit Kieran Culkin and supporting. K- Kieran's officially submitting lead. Uh, oh, he is. Yeah, that's officially out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but like, I don't really. I don't know. It all comes down to what kind of actor you like, basically. Um, and there are huge ticks in the column for in different columns for both of them. So I think that's going to be a, a bit of a dogfight. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine that that's an easy decision for anyone to make. But I think that a lot of it will have to do with what happens in the final episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you were you sad for Roman or were you still too close to Roman got fascism into the White House? Yeah, I'm too close to it. Yeah, like, yeah. I I, uh, I guess on a human level, I felt for him. But on a lo- another level, I was like, this is what you get. Like, yeah. this is what you deserve. This moment right here. You flew way too close to the sun. And you took the word of an, a, a Nazi and decided that you know you'd be able to block a deal by tearing apart the united states of america and now you're you know we're supposed to feel sympathy for you because you're sad that daddy's gone no yeah he's still a grown man who has made terrible choices and one of them just happens to be a choice that is you know the consequences of which are being seen all around him now in terms of you know marches and you know other like rioting that's being done yeah all because of decisions that were made in a room by those people yeah uh the poison trickles down as they say uh and the history of violence that roman grew up in that is contextualized by ewan in this episode because of the history of violence from logan roy uh and everything that predates logan uh and predates that all trickles down to Roman and his decision to uh, call it for Mencken and push that call through and trickles down to all of the actions you see out in the streets at the end of this episode and downward and downward and downward. It still goes, even if we'll only have one episode to see how much further the poison trickles. Yeah. I, I mean, Shiv said last episode, I am concerned for the state of the Republic. And in the world of this, of succession, I am totally concerned for the state of the Republic and what's going to happen. I mean, I would hope that the votes get tallied and Mencken does not end up winning. But we all know what it means for a news organization to lend legitimacy and credibility to a tyrant. Um, so I don't... I. I I don't know if I want any of them to win in the end. Yeah. Like, I, I think that there was a really long time, really up until the final episodes of the season, that Kendall was like my number one boy. Like, I was definitely rooting for him. But to see the way that he, I mean, he, like, talk about Logan's problem with women, to see the way that he treated Rava and Jess in this episode alone is just completely unhinged, completely unacceptable. And then, you know, on the day of his father's funeral, he was even hard on his brother. Like, he won't let anybody else be hard on him, but he'll be hard on his brother and say that you effed it. You know, like, you're the one who's responsible for this. Don't worry, I'll fix it. So he's turning, he's turned to the dark side already. Um, He's becoming Logan 
but I don't think he's going to be anywhere near as effective as Logan was. She lost somebody else out there, too. She had a baby out there. It was our baby. Please, Dad. Let's be seated at this point, Latanya, to talk through some yellow jackets. We got to talk about it chooses and gosh this was this is a wild episode from uh jeff talking out loud about shauna and his child who didn't make it to jeff dreaming very loudly as well about getting murdered by uh a shauna with like two knife hands (laughs) uh freddie is shook right now to the fact that the girls drew cards, let alone knives, and Natalie was supposed to go, and instead, it's Javi. He just I got know. back here. He just um, got back. He's like twelve years old. A wild ass episode of Yellow Jackets, LT. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm speechless about this episode, and I have been since last Friday when I watched it. Uh-huh. I, I just didn't have any other. I, I could only do a WTF Yellow Jackets on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't have anything else to offer because yeah. the idea of just like letting watching someone drown as they ask you for help and it's a kid and he was trying to help her in the first place. He was trying to take her to the tree, the magical tree, uh, which exists. Take me there too. I'd like yeah. to go. I want to know what's inside that thing. I want to know what's inside the tree. Take me to the tree. <laughs> We going in the tree in this? If if Lost taught me anything, we will end Yellow Jacket season two looking down the tree, uh, and we won't see what's inside of it until season three. Uh huh. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, uh, <laughs> ben is gonna come back and be like, "What happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I left for one day. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you all went feral and decided to, you know, let a boy drown in order for, to eat him." Gosh, yeah, I'm interested in Coach Ben's reaction. I'm very uh, interested and nervous in Travis's reaction because we know that Travis survives the wilderness. Right. uh, So his reaction won't get him killed. But how does it not just like get everybody killed or somebody else killed when Travis finds out what happened to his brother who he spent months searching for and just reunited with? I like, oh God, I don't even want to think about what Travis's reaction to all of this is going to be. I'm really interested to see what it's going to be because I'm looking forward to a bit of an acting showdown with everyone Yeah, because the group is going to have to come up with a story and quick about how this went down that they all stick to. And Natalie is going to be incredibly conflicted about it because, you know, he like her, his last words were Natalie, help me. Like that's something that sticks with you. And now you have to go back to your boyfriend, who is his brother, and explain why we're about to eat your brother now. Yeah. Good luck with that. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, it's so so complex. Travis can't bear to see Natalie get killed. Travis forces the situation to allow Natalie some time. Natalie runs. Javi is there to continue the alliance. Javi drowns. Natalie lives. Natalie is helpless but to watch and let it happen because if she doesn't, she dies. Right. Like, 
talk about the poison drips down LT, like the amount of trauma that's just getting piled and piled upon the Yellow Jackets cast. Season two has been, you know, kind of a slower burn uh, than I would have wanted from it. But this episode threw a lot at us in the 90s storyline for sure. It really did. Um, Everyone is starving and starting to have hallucinations. Uh, Akilah's mouse was dead all along. Oh, no, come on. Really? That's what we were doing? We're doing dead mouse? We're yeah. doing dead mouse? Dead mouse. Are we getting dead mouse on the soundtrack? Like, <laughs> we're doing dead mouse? Yeah. We're dead mousing this thing? I hated seeing that. I mean, I guess like I'm, uh, I guess that's preferable to like they're going to force her to kill and eat the mouse. But I don't know what, what I prefer that or like ghost mouse the whole time. The fact that it was Ghost Mouse all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dead Mouse all, all along. along. Uh-huh. Uh, I, they're, I mean, they're hallucinating. They're eating belt soup, Josh. Yeah. I don't know what else they do, but I don't know that I could go to... I, it's just it's wild how feral they turn and so quickly. Yeah. You hear them like hooting and hollering and like making animal noises and they're running after someone to murder her. Yeah. Van gets a weapon. Like they all get weapons. Yes. There's there's like a part of me that um, I think some of my initial reaction was like, wow, uh, very like Ron Burgundy. Well, that escalated quickly. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, and like part of me was like too quickly uh then i thought about it more i'm like no they're starving they're starving they're starving and sort of like the fanaticism surrounding lottie has been taking root all season long um ty is maybe still the one where like i can't believe like she's the one who says like we have to eat one of ourselves and it can't be lottie maybe part of that lt is like the practical like no one is on board to eat lottie and so like well we do have to eat one of us i don't know i don't know um but like this is what the show has been guiding us towards since the first scenes like they had to get to this place at a certain point it's not particularly pleasant to see and yet i don't know if it makes me a sick person but like i'm glad to see the show going here because it's gonna have to at some point it's gonna have to be barbaric at some point yeah i we had to get to this point it's just really difficult to watch it's one of those watch what you uh wish for kind of things yeah because it's it's terrible to behold but it, it is exactly what the show is all about and set out to be when we originally saw pit girl and there was like a chase and you know we see people devour like bleeding out of body and devouring the human flesh like we needed to figure out what was the ritual. The second that the queen card came into the cabin, um, just based on some of the cast things that I've been looking at, I was like, okay, this is how it's going to happen. They're yeah. going to draw cards like they do with chores. And that is unfortunately what did end up happening. And we know that, you know, I, I go back to your question about from last week about asking about the stakes of this show. Yeah. Because I was wondering, you know, with us knowing like at least seven people that made it out, you know, having Natalie draw the card doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, But if there are going to be surprises around the corner, like what happens to, uh, sorry, I just blanked on his name. Javi. Javi. What happens to Javi, then that's something that the show has to offer me in terms of stakes. 
Yeah, I think that the other thing that because I was I was literally thinking about it as you started bringing this up is I think like the Queen of Hearts of it all and Jackie's locket that gets placed around Natalie's neck, which we've seen around Pit Girl in the mm-hmm. past as well. So it's easy to connect that these things are, you know, like that that there's like ceremony involved here that's going to pick who's going to end up being consumed and all of this stuff. And it's one thing to to theorize about it to a point where you feel like it's a certainty, but then you see it start happening. Like it's now now it's happening in front of you, and it despite the fact that you you like whether you like knew knew or you felt like this was coming, it still has this horrible resonance. And I think for me, to the question of the stakes, and I think the idea that we kind of uh, like moved towards last week of like. Yeah, but like there's something horrible about knowing that they're going to make it through this almost yeah. that they're going to like take this and carry this with them into their adult years. Like this episode really helped explain why Natalie is so troubled as an adult mm-hmm. uh, and like the horrors that she has had to endure and continues to endure in her adult life uh, really clearly stems from moments like these. How does Natalie live with herself after what happens to Javi? Clearly she does, at least until her adult years, right? right. So um, I do think that the tension is is still there in, in a lot of it. Um, but we are like starting to like winnow the cast down by getting rid of Javi. And so there's only so many people you can kill out there in the wilderness there, until yeah. like the others show up in the in the finale. Like the, ta- <laughs> like the tailies are going to emerge from the tree. Yeah, if there are tailies, I would be shocked bring me uh, mr echo i'm ready um i i still am waiting for the backstory of the man they found in the cabin me too yeah so, that kind of stuff has been too slow for me um yes. cab cabin lore has been way too slow any lore about like the wilderness at all the lore has been too slow the antler queen of it all has way been too so slow. slow yeah i agree i agree I think there's heavily a lot that they're getting delayed. right. Yeah, heavily effing delayed is the lore. It's whenever the lore shows up. Yeah. If the lore shows up in the finale, the lore shall win. I think exactly against yeah. like almost anything that Succession can put forward. I feel like. Um, I I, think, I would like some finale lore. Give me finale lore. I think uh, <laughs> finale lore is not an unreasonable request. I don't think. I'm gonna name my next pet finale lore. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, <laughs> Finale lore feels like a Bond girl. It does. Uh, <laughs> you know? I really think so. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Should we make these shows fight each other, LaTanya? Is it time to throw them in the versus arena? I think it is. I think it's time to make our precious shows fight each other for the second to last time here in the PSR versus arena for succession versus yellow jackets to reset the categories that they are going head to head in there is the title card which episode has the better name there is the boar on the floor which episode had the more shameful moment there is the antler queen who was the biggest boss of the week there's piss mad the i can't believe that happened award there's the music of the night, which was literally featured in this episode. <laughs> I think past precedent from The Last of Us versus might be on uh, Yellow Jackets' side this week. Uh, there's generational wealth. There's generational trauma. There's most umami, that certain it factor. There is most heavily effing delayed. And then we have the episode overall. Heading into this week. Latanya of Succession season four, episode nine versus Yellow Jackets season two, episode eight. It is 34 Succession, 30 Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets has some ground to cover here. Yeah. Tough fight. Hard, hard for Yellow Jackets hard, right now hard to be in that position. To, yeah. yeah. To go against in terms of Succession, that these final episodes, they're really giving us a, a treat, I think. You'd want nothing else. I think uh, for Yellow Jackets to be even in four point distance for succession's final season. Like you're doing a good job staying conscious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is like not a, not a fair fight. Yeah. You're about to get eaten. You're you're current. You're, you're definitely, you're definitely still up, but don't fall asleep. Yeah. Don't fall asleep. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen here. So let's get into it. The title card church and state versus it chooses for yellow Jack. So you got strong feelings here, LT. Um, not strong feelings, but church and state is just kind of, yeah, you know, it chooses. Yeah. Uh, again, gets into the lore that we don't know anything about yet. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> finale lore, whoever finale she may lore. be. Yeah. Uh, come and visit us. Yes. Um, but you know, I would like to know what the it is. Yeah, I mean, the it is the wilderness, but what is the wilderness, right? right. But I do think, so I, I love Church and State as the name of this episode of Succession because it literally takes place in a church and it deals with matters of state, <laughs> state and how the two really aren't that separate from one another. And yet, like, it largely deals with those things in, you know, separate locations. They manage to keep a lot of the politicking outside of the church. So I, I think it's it's clever in it in its own right for sure. And I think against some of Yellow Jackets' weaker episode titles, I think it's a very clear victor. Yes. It chooses comes straight from Lottie in this episode. It does. In you know, Lottie's going off. Listen, Lottie has made a phenobarbital cocktail, which Missy is correct in stating that that's exactly what the Heaven's Gate people used in order to kill themselves. And she is deciding that it is a good idea to 
have one of them die because that's what it wants. What? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. The second that you realize that you were having therapy sessions with yourself, you should have told someone and gotten actual help. Yeah, maybe. That and maybe the, the rest idea. of the Yellow Jacket shouldn't listen to what she has to say right now. Yeah, probably correct. It was a very chilling moment when she's like, this is the way out. I've been, you know, I've been therapizing people in this community for a long time. Not good enough. We have right. to give it exactly what it wants every single time. We give it one of our own. It's happy with us. It chooses she says i think uh i think i choose it chooses as well okay it chooses it's it i mean like it chose i don't think that we actually made a decision here we don't get to that's true we don't get to choose because it chooses i feel like it chose i feel like it chose it chose uh okay one point yellow jackets the bore on the floor for the most shameful moment what was the most shameful moment of succession for you in this episode uh lots of different options i feel like there are a lot of, why are there so many options and they're all roman uh, <laughs> most of them are yeah uh getting trampled because it reminds you of your childhood beatings is uh a choice oh so horrible and terrible um, the fact that his moment of, again, something that is completely justified at a funeral for a child to do is going viral now. Uh, people are like making fun of him for it. Uh, what else? I mean, I thought it was pretty shameful when Shiv decided to throw all of her scruples away and have a conversation with Mankin about how they could get shit done. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, uh, "What? what is her not widely liked? Uh, yeah. Her whole deal. Her thing about uh, having her child. <laughs> I mean, It'll be 36 hours of maternity leave. I'll be emailing yeah. throughout the vanity cesarean. The vanity cesarean. Um, God. Yeah, that was that was a lot. That was a lot. Uh, very bleakly comic, uh, as the show often often does. Everyone sucking up to Mencken was really shameful. It was like, bad. The the Mencken parade, like the Mencken holding court at the tiny little cocktail table at the memorial. Ugh. The after party. I don't even know what you call that. It's what called was a repass. Okay. Jew. Uh, <laughs> no, that's I, actually I like in the black community what it's called. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if they call it anything. Uh where logan comes from <laughs> i have no idea but we call well, it the repast truly no clue that looked like a cocktail hour to me i don't that's know that's what you works. do though after a funeral have you, have you, you gotta not eat gone to funerals you gotta eat no gotta seriously eat. like the, yeah. there's food and drinks after the funeral that's just yeah. kind of what happens yeah we sit shiva um oh that makes sense yes well we have a lot of options there the issue is on yellow jackets the girls decided they should eat each other in order to keep Lottie alive. They watched as Javi drowned. Yeah. So that's worse. Yeah. Than just about anything. I mean, like, I, I like deciding that it's time to like draw cards to eat each other because Lottie, who's on the precipice of death, well, we can't eat her. Right. Uh, no, she's you know? special. 
that's already, I think, like more shameful than just about anything on Succession. And then the just abiding Javi's death is more shameful than that. And then that as adults, let's do it again. Like, yeah, run it back. I mean, you you do fall into some familiar patterns when you get around people that you (laughs) grew up with. State dependent, church and state dependent memory. Definitely attest to that this very weekend. (laughs) Oh no, you got back to killing. Is that what happened? (laughs) You got back on your murder bullshit, Latanya. I told you, careful. You're a podcaster now. You represent the network. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Killing in the name of. <laughs> uh, I mean, the mink and sucking up is really, really, really gross. It's as well. bad. Yeah, it's all- really bad. Like, this is almost a draw for me because they're both so, like, one of them is just, like, so, like, uh, like repung- repugnant. And then the other is, like, so rooted in the horror of the situation that none of them asked to be in. But they also didn't have to do this. No. Uh, I feel like that's a, you, you just described both episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to break the tie? I don't know if I can break the tie because I can't, I, I don't, I mean, I guess no one on the succession cast willingly let another human, a child die. Yeah. So that they could consume their flesh. Okay. Yellow Jackets, two nothing. Um, Antler Queen, the biggest ballast. Uh, I think for succession, can I submit you and Roy as the biggest boss? Oh, I think so. Uh, I was gonna say Caroline. Caroline was incredible. Uh, <laughs> Sally Ann, how about that? Yeah, uh, Brian Cox played by Brian Cox's real wife, Nicole Ansari Cox. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, I didn't realize that until after the episode when everyone's like losing their minds about. It. I was like, okay, well, that is worth losing your mind about because yeah. that's just like a great like connective tissue. That's hilarious. Um, Brian Cox, of course, did appear uh, at the funeral for the filming of this. I know. <laughs> he has stated in in interviews. Uh, my interview with the director Mark Mylod, uh, he confirmed as well i asked him if he was there in the church during any of the eulogies and he said no everyone agreed probably for the best that he's not there to distract at all and i told him i was really disappointed that there's like no candid camera footage anywhere of him just like standing (laughs) in the corner like anakin at the end of return of the jedi original not hated okay uh man missed opportunity to not have logan roy force ghost um (laughs) If somebody uh, photoshops Logan Roy as a forest ghost into the church and state episode, um, I won't give you a winter mint t-shirt like the one <laughs> Latanya and I are wearing, but I, I, you know, think, think that I did imagine yeah. that I did imagine, imagine, that I imagine what you could not have you and truth to power. We love to see that. I, th- I thought that his eulogy was fantastic and perfectly fitting, uh, the person that Logan was and yeah. gave us a little bit, like we finally got the backstory on Rose, yes. which, you know, uh, doesn't completely explain Logan, but really, I, I mean, uh, the combination of having to come over during world war two and as a child alone, like with your sibling and then coming into an abusive household and then your sister dies and you believe it's your fault and you carry that with you for the rest of your life, that could harden a person for sure. Yeah, no doubt. 
No and doubt. I loved the part of the eulogy where he said there's something about how like high and mighty you can get when you're warm and all of your needs are taken care of that is just so fitting like befitting of like all of the grandeur that we've seen these characters surrounded by for this entire show mm-hmm. and how little they care about how much their actions are affecting the people below them or that they estimate to be below them be below them in any sense yeah yeah i mean he he summarized the sensation of watching the show right of yes. like uh that uh that hard joke that funny yes funny joke but hard right uh, and cruel joke uh if that's not like a description of like the tone of succession uh and like kind of like challenging you to maybe feel a little bad about it uh-huh i <sighs> They're not going to win. I'm not going to feel bad about watching Succession. <laughs> James Cromwell, uh, who I also interviewed uh, this week. Oh. Uh, that's up on THR right now. Uh, he he has long COVID and he had like, oh, no. he had discovered, uh, I believe he had like discovered that that's what he was going through shortly before having to to film this. And he, he was like really struggling with line memorization, which he said to me, yeah. was like, that's not a thing that has happened to him before. Yeah. And he was really struggling with it. And then he got up there and he said, good morning. And it's cut from the episode, but everyone in the church said, good morning back. And James Cromwell tells the story of like, and I knew I had them. Uh, and at that moment, he aces the speech. Uh, doesn't, he misses one word. They have him fix the one word and he otherwise aces the speech. And he has to do it three more times afterwards. Oh, wow. Um, so like, it's not just Ewan who is the biggest boss of the week, but I think uh, James Cromwell, 83 years young, uh, yes. I think slays in this episode. And looks great while doing it. Totally. Looks fantastic. Incredible vibe. Yeah. Yeah. His cane. His like So like, good. He's like midnight blue. He's like a pimp. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ewan. Uncle, yeah. Uncle yeah. Pimpy. Uncle Ewan. So Ewan, our boss of the week on Succession, who dare step up? against uncle ewan over at yellow jackets i'm not i don't know nightmare shauna yeah (laughs) she's living rent free in jeff's head that's true nightmare (laughs) shauna is a great version of shauna you said you loved all of me (laughs) (laughs) these are a part of me now Mm -hmm. um nightmare shauna is a really good pick um because I can't really think of any other picks. Walter, um, Walter. he's just at home. I love his desktop. Uh-huh. It's just a, a kitty with his tongue out. Yeah. Um, and listening to show tunes and nothing's going to harm you. Not while I'm around. Little Sweeney Todd action at first. Sure. Um, Cause I think he's off to go help Misty. Yeah. I, I so my first read of it was like, Walter Tattletale, more right. like, you know, and he's calling the cops. And so this is how he repays Misty. Not that like Misty's been like super nice to him, but uh, this is how we're going. And then I thought about it like a little bit harder. Like, think, yeah. Wiggler, think. <laughs> yeah, I think he's off to save the day. Yeah. At the expense of his own life, do you think? Are we going to, is Walter going to make it through the season? I don't know if Elijah Wood stays on for another season of a TV show. That's my question too. If I'm uh, death, if I'm death draft and 
Yeah. He's on the list. Should sure. we be death drafting? Certainly always could death draft. I'm yeah. always death drafted. That's I my favorite. <laughs> Never stop death drafting. He's on my list for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it matters who the antler queen of yellow jackets is because I'll probably still vote for Ewan anyway. I think Ewan's going to get my vote in this category. Nobody de- deserves it this week on, uh-huh. on yellow jackets. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, okay, a point for succession. Two yellow jackets, one succession. The Piss Mad Award. I cannot believe that happened. Um, on yellow jackets, I, I really was actually very shocked that Javi died. Me too. I was, I was really surprised that they did that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know they were having a little bit of a Walt problem with that. <laughs> that <actor>. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But That's one yeah. way to deal with a Walt problem. <laughs> uh, but I didn't think it was going to end the way that it did. Are we going to see a taller ghost Javi in season three haunting the yellow jackets? I hope so. Hope so too. They deserve it. Yes, I agree. I was I was really shocked by that. Whereas, like, on Succession, again, and I actually especially think after uh, last week's episode, uh, I could believe just about all of their behavior now. Oh, yeah. I wasn't shocked by anything that happened. I guess, like, just witnessing it go down is shocking. Yes. Uh, but, like, did I have any doubt in the back of my mind that like these people were going to revert to this kind of terrible behavior no that was i surprised that roman didn't pull off this eulogy not at all right um you know so i that stuff didn't surprise me um i'm trying to think of what i was surprised by in this ep- in in this episode of succession i don't know if there if any of anyone's behavior seems like totally on track like, I, yes, of course, Jess quits. Because um, that's kind of surprising in and of itself. That uh, The moment that, what's this meeting with you? Once yeah. he says that, it's like, oh. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That I almost couldn't believe. That I yeah. almost couldn't believe and was like very happily shocked by that. Yeah, just because it's so hard to get out of a crappy job when when you put in so much time. She she must have so much money. She'll be fine. Like she's I hope gonna be so. okay. I think. I hope she's been paid well because there are certainly stories of people who um have jobs like that who aren't paid well. Yeah. The table scraps are millions, LT. Millions. I certainly hope so. Uh-huh. I mean, she's all she always looks great and like she's got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh so I, I'm still rooting for her to write a tell all book and do Me the too. Oprah circuit. I would read the hell out of that. Uh, Jesse Armstrong could write it, you know. Uh, I yeah. feel like that could be released through yes. uh, uh, Max.com. What is it now? <laughs> I know it's Max now, but, like, what's the URL? I don't know. Uh, play.max.com. Okay. I guess they got it. Good job. Y'all got it. Um, so, yeah, I think that that would be on the list for me. I still think Javi's going to win this one for me because um, that was just – I couldn't believe that they yeah, did that. Yeah, I couldn't that. believe that they did that Literally, at all. Literally, like the I can't believe that happened award uh, yeah. gets that. The other candidate on succession for me that's not still going to be enough to beat Javi is just the the response and the specific lines and the line read uh, from Fisher Stevens when mm-hmm. Kendall says, uh, the scraps will be, you'll be my dog, the uh-huh. scraps will be millions, happy 
and with like out missing a beat and without his face changing at all, woof woof. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, this is the same man who says that said someone should pop out a nut during a speech, a political speech. So of course he's barking like a dog. <laughs> you know, uh, one of Hugo's first really memorable appearances on the show, it's in the back of the car with Logan in Italy in yeah. the season two finale when he's like writing the the list and Hugo starts like positioning Carolina towards the, the guillotine and Logan just looks at him. And I forget exactly the, the line, but he's like, you're like a sick, sick, savage guy, aren't you? And I like, kind of liked it. Uh, so it's been Hugo. It's been Hugo all along. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's three to one Yellow Jackets to succession. And I'm going to vote uh, for Yellow Jackets again at the music of the night category. I know. I I can't believe that Yellow Jackets might actually win this one. They're like crushing right now. Yeah. Uh, and like I should say, and I'm sure you'll have uh, plenty of thoughts here. The music in Succession this week was phenomenal. It was beautiful. Beautiful. It, there, I will say that that I think it was a Vivaldi piece that they mm. played uh, when he came in, uh, like when they brought in the body. Yeah, was a lot like that. That was a beautiful piece of music. I don't know how fitting it is for a funeral because it was more upbeat than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that the score. My gosh, the way that it punctuated key moments in those speeches and like how it intensified when Roman started going toward uh, over the barricade and like toward the group of rushing people to like break into the crowd to get himself trampled. Like you really did feel like you were there in the moment, like it felt claustrophobic and like you were getting trampled too. And I think that all had to do with the score. Yeah. Yeah, the score has this really incredible shift during that aforementioned woof woof moment. Yes. Uh, and Kendall is the last of the of the three to leave. Uh, and he just takes one last look at his father's tomb and he just peace out as yeah. like as like the Sith Lord version of the succession theme song goes on. Uh, absolutely incredible. But Past precedent tells us, LaTanya, yeah. that when you have a category that is named something specific and that something specific happens in the episode, yeah. you don't have a choice. Like when we had death on uh, <laughs> Last of Us versus Station Eleven and we encountered an actual body of water called the death. The death. We had to yeah. give it to The Last of Us. Uh, no, I, the, yeah. the music of the night is in this episode. Of I Yellow know. Night. We are so smart. Very intelligent people. We yeah. are just, I mean, I've not been widely called, liked, but very intelligent. Very people. intelligent. I've been called the Black Nostradamus more times than I can count. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that before. <laughs> I always thought it was true. I think it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the world is a vampire, Josh. That's all I have I, to say. I think that you're saying it. So it is four to one, Yellow Jackets to succession succession about to show up there's a five million dollar dot com uh tomb Two. with logan roy's name on it uh you want no one else buried there what do you think about that top bunk that's high yeah it's really high yeah too How high did get it up there 
Yeah, how do you just like? I mean, upper body strength. I don't know. <laughs> you just gotta I'm really just, they like, use a crane heave. of some kind. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just Connor Roy, you know. That's true. I can get him in there. You can get him in there. Uh, yeah, no, nothing Yellow Jacket puts forward can compete with uh, the extraordinary expression of wealth uh, on display here in Succession. No, nothing. Old nations falling apart because of the wealth of the. I know, and just the the apartments alone that they're getting ready in, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Many millions. Many millions of dollars. Multiple billions their, of dollars in their high rises. Just the views are spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is me talking, talking loudly. <laughs> Don't I perhaps remind you? And of don't I perhaps remind you of him just a little? Uh, I think this takes us to generational trauma, uh, and this is a competitive category. It is. This is a competitive category this time around. So, um, we actually have the trauma trickling down to generations because Jeff finally tells Callie yep. about the wilderness baby. While she's already like kind of wondering, is whatever yeah. is wrong? Is whatever is wrong with my mom also wrong with me? Type exactly. Stuff really sad to see. Very sad. Uh, catching Callie like just chugging a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to uh-huh. deal with her problems. God, at this point though, Jeff's like, "What are you going to do? You cannot effectively parent that child no, anymore you because can't. they it's they, over. Uh, they're a murder accomplice. They could drink whatever they want. Exactly. Yeah, it's done. They're done with that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just a different kind of family yeah. at this point. Um, you know, the, the generational trauma was on display by the speeches that were given by Kendall and Shiv, uh, by the fact that, that Roman crumbled the way that he did, by the fact that they had to keep Connor from speaking because it would have opened them up to lawsuits. Uh, it's on I need. I can't believe we don't have a screenshot of it. Uh, I know we need something. It was playing with structure, like uh, like Willa, like one act playing this. I don't I know, know what she had to do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and then uh, Roman putting his body on the line to feel the type of you know hurt and humiliation that he felt at the hands of his father. But, you know, the people on Yellow Jackets get so hungry that they decide to hunt one of their own. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that this is a category where I could put Yellow Jackets ahead of Succession this time around because so much of Succession's uh, story has been building to this moment. But what happens in Yellow Jackets is so traumatic as well that I think I could wash this. I think I could. I think this could be a a draw. I think it's Uh, a draw. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, like, the trauma on display in both of these episodes. We're going to need another trauma pod stat. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to do that again. Um, most umami, that certain it factor. My candidate from Yellow Jackets is a specific line from the Shauna Nightmare sequence uh, where she says, your skin graded off like a rind of pecorino. Um, <laughs> if that's not umami... I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, we and that's we got, ooh, mommy. No, yeah, we also got some ooh, mommy, uh, because Shiv told well, didn't even have to tell her mom. Her mom just knew that she was pregnant. Like yeah. that's the type of shit that I have to deal with in my life. 
Like yeah. my, my, the women in my family are very intuitive. And so they see me and they're like, oh, this happened, didn't it? And I'm like, oh, right. How do you know? You just know. And yeah. Shiv, knowing that her mom would know the second that she saw her. So she has to tell her brothers who had no idea. Um, there's some pretty, and then her talking about how she's going to raise the kid the family way is very, <laughs> they don't, ooh, they don't mommy. grow up emotionally stinted, do they? Yeah. Ugh. They do. They do. They do. They do. Uh, yeah, I'm convinced it goes to succession. It goes yeah. to succession. Um, most heavily effing delayed. Two really good candidates on uh, these shows, I think. Roman crying, finally, is a yeah. huge, huge deal. That uh, And, like, this display of um, vulnerability around everybody when all he ever does is just dunk. Uh, right. And here he cannot dunk and, in fact, is getting, like, widely dunked upon. Yeah. Uh, and then on Yellow Jackets, finally the hunt. Uh, happens. Yeah. So both of these, I think, very heavily effing delayed. I think I have to go with Roman crying. Yeah. Um, because just because of the acting display from Kieran Culkin, and the line "Is he in there? We have to get him out." Is just heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah. Like, is there a way to like revive him? Basically. Right. You know, it's just it's just this sort of this really sad childlike grasping at anything to bring him back. Yeah, uh, it's just really horrible. I agree. I think I'm ultimately Roman as well. Um, but it was bone chilling to watch the hunt finally happen. Yes. Did not yeah, like so. did not like no unsubscribe um, episode overall. For me, it is succession again because. Uh, we're just dealing with like next level end game stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I also thought that this was uh, a really impactful episode of yellow jackets. I thought, Oh, this definitely. Was a good yellow jackets, really good episode of yellow jackets. Definitely. But it's just really hard to compete with what succession has going on right now. Like even in just in talk and talking about this episode with you, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to go rewatch it because yeah. I just, I can't get over what this TV show is doing to us. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to do it one more time. I know. One more, one more time. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, it was a squeaker, but Succession did win the week. Oh, uh, they did? Succession okay. wins five to four against Yellow Jackets. Yellow that Jackets. Was a good fight. Yellow Jackets put it up. Uh, really uh, fought for, fought for itself. Uh, so, Succession wins the week five to four, extends its lead by a single point. It is 39 to 34. Uh, I'm not going to be like ATN and call this thing prematurely, Latanya, but uh, going to be very difficult for Yellow Jackets to pull this off in the finale. I agree. Yeah, the, it's, the, it's the final episode of Succession ever. 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 So we will be here to make that final episode of Succession fight against the final episode of Yellow Jackets season two coming next week on the Versus podcast. And of course, tons of Yellow Jackets season two finale coverage coming on the Yellow Jackets podcast feed. You know, a boatload of Succession finale podcast coverage is on your way and we're not even done talking about episode nine. So stay subscribed to both of those feeds and make sure to get on board with the PSR versus feed to follow Latanya and I to whatever our next adventure is post succession versus yellow jackets. Postshowrecaps.com slash versus is the RSS link when you search by URL in your podcast player of choice. 
postshowrecaps.com slash versus. And perhaps if you subscribe, you too will feel the urge to get a Winter Mint t-shirt. Um, <laughs> Latanya, what else is going on in your neck of the woods? Where can people find you? Uh, well, on Post Show Recaps, you can find me and Sarah Carradine talking about Love and Death, a show that exists on Max. Uh-huh. Um, the, our most recent podcast episode, which, ha- which happened on the amazing Sarah Carradine's birthday, was a, a wild ride. And I think that you all should definitely tune in because that was our best podcast to date. I got a DM from Sarah uh, that said Latanya and I had a corker of an episode recapping <laughs> Love and Death. We were on fire. So Great. if that's not an endorsement, if you're watching Love and Death and you didn't know that there was a podcast, there is. Yes. Um, I'm also, uh, because it's I'm the final season, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so I'm talking about the final season of Barry with Mike Bloom and... Listen, people, we've run out of screeners. I don't know whether or not they're going to be releasing the final episode of Barry as a screener, um, but we will get you the coverage of that episode as soon as we possibly can because it will be the last ever episode of Barry. And we have no idea what's going to happen because we can't predict that show at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, please tune in for our podcast about that. And then over at uh, RHAP, I'm podcasting with Haley Strong and Kurt Clark about Top Chef. It is season 20, International All-Stars, and there are currently no women in the competition. Whoa. <laughs> so that's how that's know. going. Whoa. Uh, pending the outcome of Last Chance Kitchen, which we'll learn on next week's episode. We just had a big episode. There was a double elimination. So we're all kind of still reeling from that. Uh, so please tune in because I thought that podcast was great. And you can hear me talk about all of the stuff that I ate at the wedding I went to mm, delicious um, over the weekend. Uh, follow me on Twitter at LK Starks and follow me on Instagram at Stormborn1222 for pictures of said food and other uh, things that I did at the wedding. Amazing. I'm at Round Howard wherever you can find me, including right here on Post Show Recaps, presiding over the death of succession mm-hmm. and the death of yellow jacket season two although i don't think i'm presiding over it i'm just kind of participating i'm just like i drew a card i drew a card uh-huh. that's all that's all that i did folks versus concludes succession versus yellow jackets in next week's podcast get yourself ready i know i'm gonna need to do the same thing but until then you can go right ahead and buzz off Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.